Eric Chapman runs a funeral home in the village of Piffling Vale. It's always been the second one. It's doing rather well. The business of death can be slightly depressing and the funds don't make it easier. But despair doesn't seem to affect Mr Chapman and I can't imagine it ever will. Can you? Wooden Overcoats, created by David K. Barnes. Season 3, Episode 7, The Sunshine Treatment, by Molly Beth Morosa. Chapman's wine bar is situated on the fifth floor of his funeral home, accessible via lift or monorail service. I'd found myself there for a meeting with my publisher, and after my third thimble of rosé, my attentions were drawn to a stray wasabi pea under a table in the corner, where Eric Chapman was chatting with the island's only physician, Dr Edgware. Well, Henry, cheers. To your good health, Eric. And I mean that. If everyone on this cursed island were as healthy as you, then one day I might get one of those... You know, I... Have them at the end of the week. Uh, Weekend. Lunch break, that's it. That would be glorious. I've been subsisting on some muesli in my top pocket for the last fortnight. Uh, I'd offer you some, but I've got a system. Henry, you work too hard. Sit yourself down. Can't. I never stand up again. My body starts to atrophy if I keep still for too long. Is that why you're always... Driving, yes, constantly. I must keep moving or I may well die. Always... What's worse than death? Being the only doctor on an island of two hospitals. Two hospitals and two funeral homes. Oh, <laughs> now there is a temptation just waiting to happen. I've got to say, you're looking paler than usual. How my body keeps going is a mystery to me. Maybe voodoo. Oh, who knows. A top up of that Chateau Meuf de Pape should get some colour back into your cheeks. Sébastien? Uh, oui, Monsieur Eric? Un autre verre rouge pour le docteur, s'il vous plaît. Samarche. I'm afraid I can't stay long. Esther will be expecting me home soon, and I don't want to ruffle any feathers. How's she doing? Who knows? I've had no time to see her. Examining this, amputating that, treating Lady Templar, sugar addiction, grief counselling. Counselling? Yes, well, time was that once your patient was dead, you didn't need to worry anymore, but these days their relatives tend to get depressed about it. Oh, it's utterly draining. Mm, morning. Is it? Oh, Christ, I ought to go home. No, 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 morning. Bereavement. Yes, well, well oh, exactly. People need to talk about it, I understand that, but there's already so much to do, as it is. In that case, why don't I help you? You, Eric? How? Oh, I could install my very own therapy room, right here. I'd get the best comfy chairs money can buy, maybe a soothing water feature... Calm and relaxing. You, sorry, sorry, sorry. Are you talking about taking on my patients? I'd call them clients, I think. Would you? Mm. I'm already quite strong at making people happier. It's all about having a positive frame of mind, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm Actually, I won first place at the annual Mr. Sunshine Man pageant in Aarhus, Denmark. One of the happiest cities on earth. It's actually called the City of Smiles. <laughs> yes, I really don't think you've uh, quite Chateau got... Neuf du Pape. Thanks, Sébastien. You're doing a great job. No, merci. <laughs> you see? How about it, Henry? Well, I... I do need you to realise that it's rather more involved than just making people feel happy. The human psyche is an incredibly complex collection of impulses and needs and... Turn that frown. 
upside down. I'm glad I bought one of these dolls. This one's got a grappling hook. Mm. You know, I really like this idea. The bereaved need a little sunshine put back into their lives to help them move on. And you're looking at a former Mr. Sunshine man. Who better than me to take these duties off your hands? Oh, why not? Sure. You mean, take them. Take the patients or the clients or whatever you want to call them. I'll get the paperwork over to you tomorrow morning. Oh, and Eric. Thank you. My pleasure, Doctor. You won't regret it. To be honest, I won't even be conscious. I'm afraid I didn't catch anything else after that. The wasabi peas were so spicy that it felt like I'd gone to another dimension. I finally stumbled out of Chapman's at about 3am and passed out underneath a crisp packet. Don't look at me like that. We've all been there. The next morning... I awoke outside with a groggy head to find Rudyard and Georgie walking home from an early funeral for the unfortunate Mr Patrick Pertwee. Well, we can't do open casket ever again, thanks to you. I know I dropped the coffin, sir. I've had my mind on other things, but the rest of it wasn't my fault. Georgie! You made his eyes pop out! I know. Like speeding bullets. Yeah, all right. Bouncing and ricocheting all over the church. We broke a stained glass window. We broke a mourner's rib. If you'd given Antigone more time to fix the body, then, then none have lost of this would have... If Chapman can arrange a funeral in an hour, then we can do it in under half. We clearly can't. We put lives at risk. I think sticking the eyes back in with your chewing gum was probably the lowest point. Oh, hey, you two. Good funeral this morning. Same old, same old, Chapman. The widow was distraught. I'm sure it wasn't your fault. It, it was. was. Stop, Stop it! it. So, Chapman, to what do we owe this pleasure? You're standing outside my home. What are you going to do, have us arrested? No, I'm just putting this up, actually. Ah, there we are. The sunshine treatment. What the hell is that? Counselling. Just another service we offer at Chapman's to help our clients through the grieving process. Damn, that is a crafty idea. Because, as I've said before, a funeral isn't just for the day, it's for life. I should probably say that less cheerfully. Don't you need qualifications for this from, like, Oprah or somebody? Well, I am a former Mr Sunshine man. You what? Denmark. That's not an explanation, it's just context. I think you'll find that anyone can give advice, Chapman. You're hardly unique there. In fact... Here it comes. We were already about to do that ourselves. Weren't we, Georgie? Were you now? I'm great at giving advice. You need a haircut. See? It's... No, I don't. It's much more involved than that, Rajard. I'm sure I don't need to remind you that the human psyche is an incredibly complex collection... Oh, charging by the platitude, are you? A pound per cliché. Double damn, that's brilliant. Though by the word would be more lucrative. Morning, Mr Chapman. Ah, uh, if you'll excuse me, my first client's arrived. How are we today, Mr Wimbledon? <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Uh, do come in. <laughs> Poor guy. <sighs> Enjoy yourselves. Typical. He thinks he can outdo us again, does he? Well, anything he can do, I can do. Better? Yes, I am, actually. That's the power of positive thinking. Come on, Georgie, Fun Funerals is branching out. Oi, sir! Here she is, a little party animal. Good on you, girl. 
Come on, let's get you warm and rehydrated. I'll make you a tiny fry up. Whilst Georgie gently ferried me back to fun funerals, Eric's first session was underway. Would you like another tissue, Mr Wimbledon? They'll have a scented. I know, you keep saying that. Do I? They're setting off my allergies. Why do you think my eyes are streaming? Oh, I just thought you were crying. Under the circumstances. You've done quite a lot of crying today, haven't you? You've got a problem with that? No, 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 no. Not at all. It's perfectly natural. I know it is. Well, knowing is half the battle. What? Never mind. It's just, I know that right now everything's going to remind you of your wife. Yes. Now, I never knew Wanda Wimbledon, but I'm sure if she were here, she'd tell you she wants you to be happy. If she wanted me to be happy, why did she stick her hand into that bloody beehive? Well, you knew her better than I did. Those stings. She just kept swelling up. You are sure you want an open casket service? Yes, I am. Okay, well, I'll certainly have my work cut out for me. But don't worry, we've got the hollow fibre lining arranged for the casket rather than the goose feathers, just as you asked. Because of her allergies. Because of her many allergies, yes. Bees, though. They were always the worst. Those tiny, poisonous bastards. Venomous, actually. Sorry, I find that having the facts helps one confront the issues. See, it all comes down to how the toxin is delivered. <laughs> oh, uh, um, would you like a tit... No! Oh, never mind. I've been trying to stay away from the bottle, you know. Oh, good move. I've been stone-cold sober for 12 years, but it's just... So hard at the moment. Nothing feels real. Yes. All because of those bloody, bloody bees. God, I want to wring them all by their fuzzy, flipping necks. Talk through your anger, Mr Wimbledon. Let it all out. I hate them. 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 Sure. Those chairs are actually brand new, so... uh... You know, state-of-the-art, soothing fibres, lumbar support. Please stop punching my new chairs. Make up your mind! Let my anger out! Or don't let my anger out! This can be a confusing time, Mr Wimbledon. Perhaps you'd like to spend the afternoon reflecting in the Garden of Fond Memories, next to the bowling alley. Uh... Or, or, or there's the calm room. That's brand new. The walls change colour. They gave me a seizure the first time, but I've slowed them right down. I don't think you can help me, to be honest, Mr Chapman. No, no, please. I've got some puppies in a basket, look. Uh, You can't be sad around them. I'm going to go home. Get used to being by myself for a while. It's okay to be alone sometimes, isn't it? Well, you know what I always say. I'd like a Shirley Temple. Sorry, that wasn't helpful. Goodbye, Mr Chapman. See you at the funeral. It's always darkest before the dawn. Didn't seem any happier than when he came in. Perhaps I should install a jacuzzi. Eric, can we come in? I I know we're early. Tanya, Bill, in you come. How's it all been? Oh, not bad at all. We don't know why we're here, really. No? No, it's been ages since we even thought about... Jerry. Yes. Jerry. Jerry. (laughs) Just hasn't crossed our minds. We're moving on. That last. I mean, you've got to, haven't you? He was... 
a wonderful man and a brilliant baker. I do still miss his croissants. But we must look to the future. Oh, that's great to hear. Can I offer you a green vegetable smoothie? It's my own recipe to help cheer the spirit. Positive drinking equals positive thinking. Or maybe a relaxing snack. Are those pastries? Oh. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> Mine. No, Bill. Uh, Get out of the way! No! Oh. No! Meanwhile, Rudyard had launched his own counselling venture just across the square. It was on a lower budget than Eric's, but perhaps a little more direct. Come on, pick up, pick up. Time is money. Ah, Mrs Pertwee! It's Rudyard Fun, the fun funerals. (laughs) Yes, with the chewing gum. Now look here, I'm calling because I thought you seemed quite upset earlier and I'd just like to give you a few small words of comfort at this difficult time. Are you ready, Mrs Pertwee? Here we go. Pull yourself together. Life goes on. There, that's six words for six pounds. What a bargain! Uh, When do you think you could get payment to us? We do take travellers' cheques. Mrs Pertwee? She's probably overcome. I've done a good deed. Yes, I am tired out from all that. And I think I should tackle another. They'll all be talking about us soon. Rudyard. Ah! I've told you a million times not to lurk. Would you tell the shadow not to creep? The girl not to cry, the sun not to set? I would, if they'd listen to me. What do you want? I've been trying to work, but all I can hear is you on the phone all bloody morning. Oh, new extra service. What do you think? You're terrible, and I'm ashamed we've ever shared a womb. Certainly an opinion, and not a very original one. Rudyard, you're inflicting pain and suffering onto those already in pain and suffering, and you should stop now before you ruin our already precarious business. There, I've said it. What are you talking about? Have you put cavity plugs in your ears again? You said we never mentioned that again. If you were listening, you'd know I'm dispensing premium telephone grief counselling services. A pound a word. You can't do that. I agree, we could charge more, but I thought I'd hike the prices once it catches on. I've been leaving voice messages to those who haven't picked up. Now look here. Oh, yes, Mr McCarthy, I did. Yes. That's correct, overspilled milk, indispensable, I'm sure you'll agree. When do you think you could... Hello? Hello? Must have got cut off. Please don't tell me you've called all of our previous clients with these insensitive pearls of complete sewage. Of course not. I've only phoned up half of them. I'll finish the rest after lunch. People in mourning need a sensitive ear. They need gentle, caring and practical advice. Mm, I know. I'm cornering the market. Do you remember when we were children and my hamster died? Do you remember what you said to me? It was dead when I found it. Yes. And afterwards, when it had desiccated entirely and its tiny face went all skew with, and I was sad. I advised you that rigor mortis would make its application as a glove puppet highly impractical. Sound advice. Oh, you're not listening. You never listen. Grief isn't something that can be swept away like an old crispy moth that went too close to a hot bulb. You do need a new light, Bob. What these situations need is delicacy, Rudyard. Empathy, nuance, subtlety, and most of all, care. Oh, now look here, Mr. Wisp. Plenty more fish in the sea, eh? 
Atta boy, go get him, tiger. Now, that'll be £14, please. You got a good deal on the contractions. We just miss him so much. Jerry meant the world to us. Yeah, we had our ups and downs, but... But we all loved each other, really. Yes, yes, of course. It was such a violent end, wasn't it? The cherry bomb, the mine caving in, his revenge mission to murder you. Yes, that sort of thing does stay with you. Are you sure you don't want another lab in the tissue? Oh! No! Down! Down, Jerry! Give it to Bobby! Get it! I'm so sorry, Eric. Sound cross. Mummy's not cross with you, Jerry. No. <laughs> Mummy loves her, Jerry, so, so much. <laughs> oh, God. Um, finding comfort in an animal can be highly comforting in times of sad times. I just feel, I just feel at peace around pastries, you know. It smells like his bakery, and I, I feel closer to him when, um, when I can eat eclairs. <laughs> well, when life gives you lemons, you make a lemon meringue pie, just like Jerry did. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean to. Oh, come on, you can do this, oh, Mr. Sunshine Man. You're what, you, Mr. Sunshine Man? I went to Denmark. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, so what? If you hadn't made Jerry hate you so much, he'd still be here. You think the sun shines out of your backside, don't you? Tanya, you're making little Jerry cry. Oh, God. Oh, God. Enjoy yourselves. Thanks, Eric. Oh, thanks. For, uh, I mean, I'm afraid we'll have to leave things there for today. And I think you've made tremendous progress. And you both seem chirpier already. There, there, Jerry. Let's let's get a nice, a nice pub lunch, hey Tanya? It's what Jerry would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Pub's on the next floor up. The sun's come out. As the days passed, the clouds continued to gather for the former Mr. Sunshine Man. I picked up what I could from the puppies, who admitted it was all getting tragic. But I had enough on my plate at fun funerals, where Rudyard was ramping up his own operation. <laughs> Mama, just pull your socks up and get on with it! I'll send you the bill! This afternoon! <sighs> Another satisfied client. That wasn't a client, that was a postman. The postman has feelings too, Antigone. He wasn't even grieving, he wasn't even sad. He was whistling when he came in and he wasn't whistling when he left. What's the matter with you? If you help them in advance, they won't need it later on. My uncle passed away. Do you want to take the day off? No, I worked through all this a year ago. I'll be with you bright and early tomorrow as usual. This is monstrous. How can you expect people to pay you a pound a word for this? No, no, no. I've done away with all that. You have? Thank Christ! It's far better to offer a platitude price plan. Uh. See, there are different tariffs depending on things like cause of death, how sad you are, and so forth. I'd say the postman could have done with the boo-hoo-be-gone plan. 
Well, you didn't stick around long enough to read the chart. Rajan, have you ever met a human being before? This is the top-of-the-range therapeutic programme. Like Chapman's, only better. Now it makes sense. I knew you must have stolen it from somewhere. Improved upon it. Who knows what kind of tie-dye, wheat-free, sing-along nonsense he's spouting over there. But at this establishment, we apply logic and good old-fashioned stiff upper lip, keep calm and stop crying, sort it out and come back on Monday, common sense. And does it work? Well, they're not sad, but... It does seem to make them... Angry. Yes! It's a funny thing, the mind. But it's given me another idea. Anger management. That's a key. I've spoken to many more angry people than sad ones. I'll start calling round again and suggest they calm down. Maybe you should prescribe a chill pill. Oh, I like the sound of that. We'll use it. No! Late again, Georgie. Sorry, sir. Nana's still not feeling well. I'm going to see her again after work. I hope you passed on that advice I gave you. Yeah, I haven't done that. Oh, not to worry. I'll call her up and convey it myself. Don't do that. Georgie, can't you talk some sense into him? The best I can do is help him along. Have you been practising your warm smile like I told you, sir? Oh, yes. How's this? Oh, no. No. I don't get paid enough for this. Chapman! Where? Outside. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. This madness must end! Chapman, I want a word with you. You know how impressionable my brother is. You've no business letting him steal your ideas. Chapman? Oh, Antigone. Hello. Uh, are you okay? It's a warm, sunny day, isn't it? You look exhausted. No, just happy. You're squiggling. Writhing. The correct word is writhing. Why are you doing it? Just... Keeping myself moving, you know. An active body keeps an active mind. Right. How is the counselling going? Great. It's great. Helping people, just great. Ask my friend. Don. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, the batteries. Little Mr Sunshine Man is sleeping now. Antigone? Yes? Everyone is sad. I'm not, but everyone else is sad. We work in a sad profession, Eric. I suppose all we can do is try and smile. I'm never fully dressed without a smile. Never fully dressed. No, Christ. Look, all you can actually do is help people accept the facts for what they are. Look, there's Dr Edgware. He'll back me up. Dr. Edgware? No. But the doctor? Henry. Hello, Henry. It's me. Ah. Oh. Hello, Eric. How are you doing? Fine. Yes. Well, let me know if you have any problems. Well, actually... Good, I'll be off then. Doctor? No, can't stay. Holiday booked. Half an hour at the beach. Might take a nap. Or I could have it now. Doctor, wake up. You can't just stand there. Chapman needs your... Chapman? Where is he? Chapman! Oh, lovely, right. Must go. Esther's waiting. But, Doctor... Have an aspirin. <laughs> Bye! Doctor! Chapman! Everyone! <sighs> but at the church, no one could hear Antigone scream, for even Reverend Wavering was availing himself of Eric's new services. I mean, all this 
death just gets you down, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And there's so much of it around here. I hardly ever get any christenings or weddings or anything. Oh, weddings, Jesus. Don't get me started on ours. I won't. So much to plan. The stress. Jamaican buffet or fish and chips. Traditional cake or an enormous cookie. I don't even know if we should have it in the church or the registry office. I'm not sure I want a religious wedding, you know. Mm -hmm. Started writing the best man's speech, have you? Not yet. I don't blame you. All those funerals. That's all I ever do. Funerals, funerals, funerals. Even did a satanic service the other week. That one was quite uplifting, actually. But the rest can really make you blue, can't they? When you're feeling blue, try painting yourself, Mauve. I mean... What's really out there after we die, Eric? We leave our loved ones behind, but for what? Let's see if little Mr Sunshine Man knows what to do. Oh, no, that's right. He's dead. Heaven or hell, reincarnation? Oh, are we so much worm food? And all those grieving families looking up to me to say the right things, to honour those who aren't with us, to give them just something to believe in. And I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand it. It's too depressing for words. <clears throat> uh, Reverend, can we get on with the service now? Oh, blimey. Uh, yes, of course. Um, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Miles away. <laughs> Little Mr Sunshine Man is dead. Right, uh, Mr Wimbledon, let's see if we can't get Wanda's casket closed, can we? I know her face is still swollen from the bee stings, but if we all put our backs into it... Don't talk about my wife like that. She's beautiful. She's a murderer, is what she is. My puppies ran away this morning. I'm Horatia Bellows of Bellows Farm Beehives, and I'm picketing this funeral. Oh, buzz off, Bellows. His wife killed my bees. Your bees killed my wife. And they made it bloody hard work closing this coffin lid. OK, look, guys, can't we all just calm down and breathe in through our noses? Do it with me. Into. Oh God! Look what you've done! You've set off Willie Wimbledon's allergies. I'm sorry. You think the sun shines out of your backside, don't you? Why does everyone keep assuming that? Stop this funeral! Stop it now! Get your massive hands off me! Don't make me summon the hive. <laughs> Eric, why don't you do something? I don't know. The swarm will have it. Vengeance! Oh, God. Not the bees. Not the bees! Oh, Jesus Christ! But I... 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 Why did you let this happen? Why did you let this happen?
Give it up, mate. Everyone, shut up! I'm not Mr. Sunshine Man, okay? I can't take away your sadness. I tried to do it, but I can't. I failed. I've done everything I can think of, but it didn't work. None of it works. I've actually made you all feel worse. Apology accepted. I'm sorry, but I can't do this anymore. Not another second. And just so you all know, I do not think the sun shines out of my backside because nothing shines out of my backside except the moon. See? Ooh. No sunshine over here. No sunshine over here. I think we need to calm down, Eric. I think I need to swing around this tree. But maybe the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet my bottom dollar that. Oh, gosh. This is my stag do already. Eric tore across the churchyard through the streets of Piffling Vale. His mind was shattered into pieces and he knew not where to go. With the doctor still on holiday for another dozen minutes, there seemed to him no one he could turn to who would understand his suffering. And then he stopped and he realised there was one man, one hope. Roger Hartum. Yes? Oh, God. Jesus. I'm so confused and sad and I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. You're the only other person who might know what I'm going through. I don't know what to do, Rudyard. I don't know what to do. Chapman, I can say to you unequivocally, as one man to another, pull your trousers up. What? Oh, blimey, sorry. And hold them tight. An eye full of your undergobbins is not what I need right now. Chapman, I take it from your little speech that you wish to become my... Client? Yes. Well, I'm going to put the kettle on. I've been exposed to enough Eric Chapman for one day. Don't worry. Though the war is over and you've conceded defeat, I am a pillar of professionalism and will not allow any feelings of triumph to interfere with your treatment. Dodgy, bring your camera. I want a picture of his face. Now look here, Chapman. What's the matter with you? I've failed. I see. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, Chapman, you know what you've got to do, don't you? What's that? You've got to pull yourself together. I see. Yes. Take each day as it comes. Cross each bridge when you come to it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Good things come to those who wait. If at first you don't succeed... A stitch in time saves nine. You only regret the things you didn't do. Never judge a book by its cover. It'll be all right on the night. Rome wasn't built in a day. Better to have loved and lost. But be careful what you wish for. Laughter is the only medicine. Virtue is its own reward. With great power comes great responsibility. Round up the usual suspects. Yes. Well, that all makes sense. And do you feel better now? No. Great. So that comes to... What? What in Hades' name is going on in here? Eric barged in without any trousers on. I missed that. I mean, I'm glad I missed that. Antigone, you're interrupting my client's treatment. Chapman, your client. Okay, we've got coffee. Hot water for you, sir. 
appetizer for me. Never mind that. Do you mean to say that Chapman's come to you for counselling? And the first part of his treatment has been accepting that he cannot, under any circumstances, counsel the bereaved, whereas I Can't am... either! Oh, this'll be good. You're both terrible at it. Varying degrees of terrible, but terrible nonetheless. Now, just you look here. I think I had my moments. No, you didn't. Either of you. How you both thought you could just breeze in and... And, and, trousers. and expect you could take on actual patients with no actual training utterly floors me. Well... I'm not finished. Your clients aren't just a bit sad. They don't just need to cheer up or have some more sunshine in their lives. Denmark? Stuff, Denmark! All you've been doing is bobbing people off with vacuous cliches and irresponsible verbal fluff. Chapman, you suggested Mrs Rushmore should join a book club. Her husband was beaten to death with a Pulitzer Prize. Blimey, Chapman, that's a bit much. And you, telling Mr Wisp there's plenty more fish in the sea when he's just lost his wife to a freak piranha accident at the aquarium. Oh, why if you were on sale in the gift shop, we'll never know. In short, I hope you're both ashamed of yourselves, because you bloody well ought to be. I suppose this means you'll want me to stop? Yes! Antigone. <gasps> what? All I wanted to do was help people. I'm good at helping people, but... I failed my friends, my clients, and myself. Oh, but nobody's perfect, Chapman. Even you. Failure's like death. You can't get away from it forever. Just accept the things you can't do and be happy for the things you can. Hello? Dr. Edgware? Yes? Hello? And you. Let me guess. I'm getting my patients back. I think it's... Probably for the best. After the complaints I've had, I don't think I've any choice. I shouldn't have let you. I should be struck off. I fantasise about that sometimes. I'm sorry to cut your holiday short. Oh, it was already cancelled. Something came up. Uh, Miss Crusoe, could I see you outside for a moment? Oh, sure. As for the rest of you, keep taking the tablets. Which tablets? Take your pick. Far from being all over. Well, that went as well as can be expected. Um, do you mind if I take a nap? You're not on my favourite floor, you can't. It's just, um, ever so slightly tired and it's uh, actually quite cosy in here. And, uh, I don't believe it! The nerve of the man! Chapman! Chapman! Oh, let him rest, Roger. Here, have a pen. What for? So you can draw a funny moustache on him. Sometimes you really are, my sister. <laughs> so, what's up, Doc? Uh, let's take a walk. Okay. I was, uh, coming over to see you anyway. Why? What's go going on? Uh. Has something happened? Mm. Is it Nana? <sighs> I'm sorry. I called in at your grandmother's cottage half an hour ago. She's passed away. 
her heart. It would have happened very quickly. I felt I ought to tell you in person. I was just going to see her. Mm. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Make all the arrangements. Uh, I'm sorry. Sunshine Treatment was written by Molly Beth Morosa and edited by David K. Barnes. It was performed by Felix Trench as Rudyard, Beth Eyre as Antigone, Tom Crowley as Eric, Kira Baxendale as Georgie, Andy Seacombe as Reverend Wavering, David K. Barnes as Dr. Edgware, David Thorpe as Mr. Wimbledon, Holly Campbell as Horatia Bellows and Tanya, Pip Gladwin as Bill and Sebastian, and Belinda Lang as Madeline. Original music composed by James Whittle. The programme was recorded at the Art Space Studios and was produced and directed by Andy Goddard and John Wakefield. Hi, uh, Andy Goddard here, coming to you for the very last time in this series at the end of an episode. I do hope you enjoyed episode 7 and I'm looking forward to the final episode of the series next week, episode 8 I'm certainly massively looking forward to it if you can't stand to wait a week you can always come down to the live show which will be uh, on tomorrow, which is the very last of our series at King's Place uh, there are, I believe, a few tickets left so if you're listening to this on the day the episode comes out then get yourself on the King's Place website pronto and get yourself a ticket you'll of course be able to hear this one that you've just heard live uh, and episode 8, which is not out until next week uh, as always, you can keep up with the conversation about Wooden Overcoats on our Twitter feed at Overcoats Wooden and on Facebook and our Facebook group. Anyway, hope to see you tomorrow at the live show. If not, see you next week. Thank you so much and goodbye.